0: Danish and Confused.
1: Welcome back to a new episode of Danish and Confused. This week, even though it's only the second episode, I approached things a little differently. It's been two months since I arrived in Copenhagen, and I've made some amazing new friends along the way. And among those friends are two wonderful Canadians. I found them in a corner somewhere apologizing to each other. And I invited them to have a little chat with me about how it is to arrive and live in Copenhagen as a non-Danish person. We turned out to have a very interesting conversation about a number of things, such as the pandemic in New York, people of colour in Copenhagen, the meaning and flavour of jazz in Scandinavia, America, Amsterdam, Belgium and other countries, jazz and food in Copenhagen, studying in various conservatories around the world, how the RMC changed music education, Concerts in corona times, and on top of that, they've brought some amazing tunes with Scandinavian roots for us to listen to. Enjoy this episode of Danish and Confused. Danish, 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 Danish. and Confused. Well, that's a wrap.
2: Welcome by the podcast from Marijke. This is, uh, yeah, echt uh, helemaal gezellig. And, uh, yeah, Marijke, okay, uh, let's so. <laughs> <biew, biew>, <laughs> 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 okay.
1: Action. Oh, I okay. hope you going? <laughs> completely wrong <laughs> hello everybody and welcome to danish and confused this is the first time that i actually have guests on my show and on my left i have pj and on my right i have lucas you two are from canada you want to say hello in canadian namaste no that's not no
2: it's oh, wait, no,
3: no, no, oh yeah How i mean that's just for some people in canada mm-hmm. How's that's for some people everywhere yeah
1: mm-hmm. pj what what is your full name <laughs> uh explain the name theory the
3: name theory well there is a theory um <laughs> there's no theory uh it's <laughs> paul jacob michelle fossum oh uh, gosh. yeah it's That's they gave so good they named me four times <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: lucas what is the story behind your name
2: i have a. I also have four names oh i'm lucas vincent Follis dan Okay. Vincent was my dad's cousin
3: are oh, you actually doing the story
2: wow. then the other two are other names so anyway we'll uh, move on other,
3: no I want to know the story that's okay no oh, it's, it's boring on. it's
2: just my mom's last name and my dad's last name mm.
3: yes that's I wasn't bored
2: oh, this is where we are right now that's amazing. So, what about okay. your full name yes Mareke. this is what
0: we really want to know
1: oh gosh okay my full name is Marijke Florine Elise Maas that's wow. the, the most Flemish name you can get
3: but we all have four names Hey, that's interesting. Weird. Oh my God,
4: this we're
1: is... bonding.
3: Yay. When I was
2: living in the Netherlands, something that I noticed is a lot—not a lot of people had middle names, and if they did have a middle name, it tended to be a sign that they were from like quite a posh background. If oh. they had lo- the longer the name, the posher you were, mm. which isn't okay. necessarily the case in Canada, as far mm-hmm. as I know.
3: No, we're—I mean, none of us are definitely posh. not with me. No, unless you're the Governor General, you, you can't be posh in Canada.
2: Who's the Governor General right now? Oh.
3: God I, kn- knows. I know who it was ten years yeah, ago. Yeah,
2: but like Misha Jean, Adrian yeah, yeah. Clarkson. I don't remember. Yeah, that exactly. After that.
3: Adrian. It's for me. It will always be Adrian Clarkson. She... This is a very niche conversation. We're already diving this is, into yeah, yeah, Canada politics. politics. Okay, this Gosh, is Danish, it's and called confused. Danish and confused. Oh, guys, focus. We're not, definitely not con- we're
1: definitely not Danish,
2: but we're definitely confused. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, your ancestors are not necessarily from Canada, PJ.
3: No, uh, they are not necessarily from Canada. <laughs> 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 uh, they're from. They're from I'm, I'm very much a, a European son, as it were. Oh, wow. They're from uh, Norway and Scotland and Ireland and Poland and Hungary and maybe Austria, depending on what the borders were at that time. Mm. That's but, a lot, uh,
4: it's a melange of yeah, nationalities. It's definitely
3: a, a big old melange.
1: And are you planning on staying here in Scandinavia considering your roots? Oh, You're this sure is the big question. The big uh, question.
3: I am completely flexible and free in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have no plans. Okay. Um, and uh, sometimes I feel like the best plan is no plan. That's which cool. is a Isn't quote that like a th- John
4: Lennon quote or something?
3: Maybe. I stole it actually from the movie Parasite. <laughs> ah,
4: okay, okay.
2: It if hard. it's not a John Lennon quote, it is now.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly.
3: <laughs>
1: We've decided it. You lived in New York Yes. for the past, how many years? Five. Five, Five years, years. Yep. So, what's the deal over there? Right and what's now? the deal
3: over there right now? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Where to begin? Well, first of all, their government is, uh, without using any profanity, uh, is completely fucked. Uh, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, they're not dealing with the pandemic in any sort of reasonable way. And their political system is completely upside down. And like, a good portion of their population, as in anybody who's not white, Mm -hmm. uh, is just, like, subjugated and uh, treated as second-class citizens, if that. So, Mm. uh, not really a place where I want to be right now. so maybe
1: Uh, the best plan is to stick around here for a while. (laughs) Yeah, could be. And what about you, Lucas? Because you haven't spent the last five years in Canada. You were somewhere else. You were in.
2: I was in Amsterdam. I did my bachelor in Amsterdam at the Conservatorium van Amsterdam and then i s I'm doing my master the European jazz masters, the U Jam, mm-hmm. based in Amsterdam. And uh uh yeah, so I've been in Europe for five years now. Um, so I kind of avoided the whole North America during <laughs> He Who Shall Not Be Named. The reign the reign of He Who Shall Not Be Named. Mm-hmm. Though it's it's it has to be said that it's not perfect here either. Even even no. in, I was going to say even in Scandinavia, but racism is nuts here yeah. too. I mean, how many mm-hmm. how many people of color have you seen in this I city? Got, I literally
3: got here and was like, why is everybody white? Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, Toronto, that's the thing that I was going to ask you about with Canada. I mean, mm-hmm. I grew up in Toronto and Toronto is one of the most multicultural cities in the world. Mm-hmm. I think it's in the top two or to even, I think the top two, it's like Melbourne, Australia, and then Toronto, and then... So, you know, in school, I remember once when I was a kid, there was this thing that was like, draw a Canadian person. And I was super young, and I probably drew a white guy. But thinking back to it, I have no idea what that looks like. I mean, in Mm -hmm. Toronto, Canadians are anything, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of an interesting... uh, switch to be here in scandinavia and have just like
1: yeah we were talking about that earlier also because yeah. i have a, a housemate who is also a person of color mm. and it made me think like i i think i can count the uh, non-white people on one hand here mm-hmm. it's it's crazy yeah
3: there's also a conversation to be had um and malika you and i have talked about this a bit before where jazz at least from the short time that i've been here and also from um what People who have learned jazz in Europe have said it just means something different. That's separate. Um, that that maybe at one point originated from the music of uh, like Black American music, but um, the word means something different. And I think that in some ways it is great that it has um, you know taken its own directions. But I think that it's also important. Like words are important to the degree that we give them meaning and if we kind of strip away some of the meaning of the word jazz, n- improvised music and i think it it takes away from the music itself just to not know the the heritage and the culture behind it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like kind of to your point like if the if there isn't any i don't know. If there isn't any influence from that source then it, it maybe should be thought of as a different thing. And maybe it is, but Yeah, maybe yeah. yeah. you we've know.
1: strayed too far from the original source of
3: jazz
2: i don't even know too far i mean i think that your point is like you're it's true we've strayed we've definitely strayed Mm -hmm. to a different place but i think it's to a place where using the word jazz is probably problematic and especially in europe and especially music made by white people Mm -hmm. cisgendered white people you know it's 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 for the most part you might want to call it instead like contemporary improvised music.
3: Even jazz influenced and then you can make up the degree to which you relate to it. Mm -hmm. But I agree. And this gets almost to like an old argument where it's like, well, that's not jazz. It doesn't swing. Yeah, Which is like, you know, I I don't think that it's uh, I don't think that it's necessarily a, um, you know, it's not a necessity for the music, but I think that just a knowledge and an intention of the history, I think, is in order to maybe Call it jazz, but I'm you know I'm not the arbiter of rules. <laughs> no.
1: <definitely not. laughs> Danish. Danish and confused.
3: Jazz. Jazz has um, had like a, a pretty strong foundation in history here in Copenhagen, mm-hmm. which I kind of cursorily, cursorily, mm-hmm. I knew like, on a surface level, um, cursorily, mm-hmm. uh, took a
2: t- cursory glance.
3: T- yeah, um, and you know in my past I knew that Dexter Gordon had lived here and that there were some yeah. some really. Um, kind of uh prominent jazz clubs here in mm-hmm. copenhagen um so i i did a bit of research um and there's some there's some really cool recordings there's some <laughs> really weird recordings also where it seemed like oh let's get in the studio and do this thing and the record is like well that's that is a mix <laughs> i don't know if that's the mix
1: <laughs> the next record is gonna be picked by pj and pj can you explain a little bit how it's related to copenhagen and Canada
3: also. Yes. Uh so the the artist for this record is uh Oscar Peterson, a beloved national treasure of mm-hmm. Canada. Uh this record was also recorded in Canada in seventy nine. But uh, it features uh Niels oh boy. <laughs> Those names. Niels Henning Ulsted Peterson, and I probably butchered it all. And, of, uh, en-hop, just Enhop And, and uh, yes, en-hop. exactly. En-hop. affectionately. affectionately. Um, he he too had four names, and they made a uh, an amazing uh, initialism known as Enhop okay. for all of the non-Danish people in the world. Of uh, which there are a lot. Of which there are a great most. Many. Yeah, most. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's kind of a cool record that I I listened to maybe five years ago. And it's really unique because Oscar Peterson plays electric piano for a good mm-hmm. deal of it, which is like Fender Rhodes, which is not um, oh. typical. Of But the little known fact is he was super into synthesizers and different keyboards, but mm-hmm. he rarely recorded with them. But he was yeah. like, he was messing around with it. He was exploring. But uh, yeah, it features Enhop uh, in a solo section pretty early on. Also other musicians are Joe Pass, Louis Belson. Joe Pass on guitar, Louis Belson on drums. Pretty atypical track in terms of the Oscar Peterson discography and album overall.
1: Mm, I'm used to him playing like soft ballads and some nice swinging jazz on the Mm piano.
3: Shredding. Shredding Shredding.
1: indeed. Danish and confused. In Denmark, have you noticed anything weird like, I don't know, the food, the people, the 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 weather? Yeah. (laughs) 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 You said
3: food, I was like, Lucas has something to say. Lucas has a lot
2: to say. No, I, yeah. Damn. Well, f- food is something that I take very seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't we all? Beyond beyond music, I think my biggest one of my biggest passions anyway is cooking. And uh, not um, eating, cooking, really. And yeah. eating, and eating, and but eating. especially cooking. And yeah. I've yeah. just yeah. found yeah. After after living in the Netherlands for five years, and I don't want to knock the Netherlands and their bitterballen and their. Oh, manner. this Here is comes. dangerous territory yeah. now. <laughs> and then their stompot and whatever. I mean, I love I love like herring and I love I love all that. I mean, it's all really good, but uh, to come to a place like Copenhagen that really has a food scene, yeah, like there's a community of chefs who are all bouncing off each other, and I mean, so many incredible restaurants in the city that are all doing really weird, amazing things. So I've been. Spending a lot of my time and uh, <laughs> and, and money, and money mm. on, uh, yeah, I think of it like every time I look at a plate of food that cost me a certain amount, of it, I just think to myself, okay, these are the drugs that you didn't buy. These are the <laughs> drugs that you never did. <laughs> it's a nice way to go through life. Yeah, right? it's like justifying my stupid advice. Like, <laughs>
1: mom, I'm spending it on healthy, stuff. not necessarily. Not even stuff. necessarily. There's a mm.
2: yeah. Oh my god, there's a taco place here that I've been to probably. Mm. 15 times in the last. Which one is it? It is called Sanchez. Hia de de Sanchez. And it's in the meatpacking district. This conservatory is like a block from Noma, Hmm. which is one of the great restaurants in the world. And uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of the chefs in this city have come through that restaurant. So it's mm-hmm. it's kind of a
1: is it the restaurant where you have to wait like five months? Oh, There's yeah. a guest list totally. Or a waiting list of five months.
2: Yeah, it's a really long waiting list. They have like you put your name down and in case someone cancels you mm-hmm. can go. But mm-hmm. the cool thing that I found out recently is if you're a student in Copenhagen it's half off. Oh, half. Which is quite cool. Well, I know it's wow. still it's a lot. It's a big discount mm-hmm. for food and wine, but yeah. it's it's still an exorbitant amount of money. Um,
3: but it's half of it's half of a double exorbitant exactly, amount of money. Exactly. Exactly. Are can you do on math.
1: the list, Lucas? I'm. Did you put yourself on the list? <laughs> I
2: I haven't yet, but I'm. I think I will before I leave Copenhagen. I think I'll go. I re- mm. It's it's just one of those things that i would be really sad to not do Mm. because it would be such an experience
1: and then there's the the street food i have the feeling that there's a lot of street food here like yeah that's Mm
2: -hmm. really cool and then Mm -hmm. there's the other one that's closer to the conservatory whose name i don't remember but it's also kind of stands yeah Mm -hmm. i pass it by on a
1: bike every once in a while and it smells delicious Mm.
2: yeah gasoline burger that's the place to go gasoline (laughs) 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 burger it's crazy sounds explosive it's cheap and insane (laughs) and very good They're just like good burgers yeah it's there yeah (laughs)
4: Yeah,
2: when when I was thinking about what music to play, music influenced by Denmark or coming from Denmark or Scandinavia in general, because mm-hmm. I feel like the scene Scandinavian jazz, mm. jazz again we get yeah, back yeah. to that. <laughs> we'll just let that slide for now, um, for all intents and purposes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like the music coming out of Denmark, Norway, and Sweden is like super unique mm-hmm. in 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 Europe. And you get a lot of people trying to emulate that in other places. And, and sometimes they do. But anyway, one, one uh, particular record that I absolutely love, which ties it a little bit back to Amsterdam, where I was living, is uh, the record from the Mats Eilertsen trio, who's a, who's a Norwegian bass player. And um, it's a piano trio with Harman Fragne playing piano. And Harman was my mentor in Amsterdam, my teacher at the conservatory. And he and I became really, really good friends, and uh, we actually toured to Canada together and did some duo piano. And uh, did you
1: just say, the Canada"?
2: I hope I didn't say the Canada. We oh. toured to the Canada together. <laughs> to the <laughs> <laughs> we were over in Canada. And uh, <laughs> how long have you been over here? <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely losing my mind. I, uh, I basically can't speak English anymore. Oh, well, that's good. But the but the good thing is, that I also can't speak any other languages. So it's you know.
3: So just just let it flow the through the music, man. That's right. I, I
2: speak with the yeah. Like anyway, so this is uh, uh, a record from Matt's called And Then Comes the Night. Mm. And I think we'll go with, the sh- with a shorter track called After the Rain, mm. which okay. is an improvisation by the trio, uh, kind of led by Harmon in this sense. Um, yeah, hope you enjoy it.
3: What you were saying before about kind of the Scandinavian scene, maybe let's say Nordic, throw Iceland Mm -hmm. and and Finland in there as well, is that there's kind of this atmospheric vibe Mm -hmm. and this kind of somewhat melancholic, but not necessarily like sad, but definitely kind of a... Lack uh, of
1: sunlight vibe. Yeah, well, Mm -hmm. and
3: exactly. And I think that this kind of goes to like these, maybe these hubs of character, you could say. How they kind of influence the music scene or the art scene or the uh, the culinary scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how there's like there's a con- kind of a consistency to the output of these places mm-hmm. and how Scandinavia definitely has like a very uh, specific. Yeah, flavor. Definitely. Fl-
2: even the, name, the name of this record. And then comes the night. Yeah,
4: <laughs> like, <laughs> so hey, we're not going to see the sun for very long. Yeah, <laughs> next couple months.
2: You know, the first sixteen months of winter are okay, <laughs> but after that,
1: Danish and confused.
3: We're all basically from different places, and I'm curious mm-hmm. if you have found um, that the places that you're from have that kind of musical kind of flavor, like a distinct musical flavor, or or that you've noticed it or a different flavor by moving somewhere else.
1: Mm. Um well I guess it also depends on what scene you're in. Yeah. Because I would say in Belgium there's kind of of a big hip hop scene at mm-hmm. the moment. That's also a typical flavor. Mm. Um and then in the, in the jazz I I think it's uh, not similar but definitely related to Scandinavian mm. jazz. Yeah. Quotation yeah, marks yeah, quotation there for, marks. for everybody who can't see yes. through the audio. <laughs> 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 in, in in the Netherlands i don't even know what it's like over there
2: it's really it tends to be quite straight ahead there's th- i mean there's also a free jazz scene which has yeah. been there forever and but the music that comes out of the conservatory at least where i was studying mm. is 99 percent straight ahead music which is mm. it's good
1: for some people and not good for yeah. others and how is that different from the rmc Oh, I mean, now. there's
2: no straight-ahead music in this school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard a standard
3: the entire time. Well, I <laughs> had a, I had a session
2: with, with a trio and we played yeah, standards and it was like, it felt like anarchy. It was amazing. <laughs> it felt like we were breaking every rule in this building. That being said, we were playing yeah. standards in a way that was completely untraditional and and it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah
1: let's break some rules.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: I have a wonderful segue from that comment. Mm specifically to another record man i should have asked someone danish how to say this
1: beforehand i think i know what you're gonna yeah. say so in, the name. Uh,
3: i'm not gonna say it i'm gonna spell it mm. and now okay, i'll okay. say it i'll try i don't have that much <laughs> pride come on <laughs> who am i kidding i look that's ridiculous that's very honest for uh, a radio
2: show Soren Kierkegaard yeah,
3: God. yeah <laughs> I'm gonna go with <laughs> you that you tried and if, and if and if by like 0.1% chance that he's listening I'm so sorry and I still want to study with you
0: mm-hmm.
1: Kim, oh that's so Kim typical of Kardashian. Canadian yeah.
0: to say sorry yeah
3: exactly well, oh yeah
2: you're sorry for existing it's, it's a baseline mm-hmm. of, if yeah.
1: you two start apologizing to one another it'll set off a chain reaction mm-hmm. I
2: look I'm sorry <laughs> I'm some I, some this is version. just you know look sorry <laughs> it'll bring about the end of the universe <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh
3: gosh uh, a single petal of a it's a Duke Ellington song. Oh, it's a beautiful mm. song. Um, but he did an interpretation on a celeste, mm. which is an instrument, uh, for those of you who don't know, with a sonic palette similar to a Rhodes, um, but it's an orchestral instrument.
2: It's the Harry Potter yeah. theme song. Yeah, yeah. So, what, what's his name again?
3: Oh. oh that's you mean. only get one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you try. better be sorry. Try. <laughs> I had to try. <laughs> This record, uh, you prompted it to my mind because I had actually specifically brought it in, but it's two discs, um, and the first disc is um, much more along the lines of what you were initially talking about where it's uh, kind of very loosely interpreted standards. Mm. Um, This was very true to kind of the Duke Ellington arrangement that I'm familiar with, but this album... um, He made it uh, when he received... Let me see which award this is. Uh, He was awarded the Danish National Radio Jazz Award for his originality and creative presence in Copenhagen and on the Danish scene. That's so Um, cool. But it it gave him the opportunity to basically... um, you know, have have his music broadcast be on broadcast sessions, but also mm-hmm. to record an album, mm-hmm. and he um, recorded this album with the first disc is all piano, all solo piano, but the second disc is all of these keyboards, these these acoustic keyboard instruments that he found in the basement yeah. of the National Danish Radio, wow. Royal National Dan. I mean, it's probably this, Royal. An, yeah. Some radio. It's, probably, royal it's probably very regal, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So the second disc features Celeste, um, chim. which is like a harpsichord like instrument Mm -hmm. quieter um yeah that's what Bach played yeah glockenspiel and uh pump organ although I couldn't find the pump organ track I was looking for it so hard it's in the credits I don't know where it is I hope to find it
2: and piano Um, also
3: on the second disc no the first disc all piano okay wow yes and it's all solo yeah all solo also I think sometimes there might be some um multi-tracking where he's gone over and re-recorded. I'm not mm-hmm. quite sure if he uh, has like a a fifth limb or something. Mm. But um, yeah, they're yeah, all him.
1: <laughs> Danish and confused. You and I are from the same uh, district, or what should you, what should we call it? Like Alma. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And where 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 do you live, Velber. Lucas? There? Velbu. Velbu. Velbu.
2: But I, I I was in Amma for the first week and a half yeah. that I was here before I had my ah, apartment. Okay. I had an Airbnb yeah. there. A beautiful so, yeah. neighborhood. Amma <laughs> I yeah.
1: think you and I, PJ, were yeah. in the, <laughs> the outbacks, or how do you call it. Yeah. <laughs> in Copenhagen. The,
3: yeah. Or at l- mm-hmm. it feels more like the suburbs of a larger mm-hmm. city. There's like,
1: lots of hairdressers and kebab shops.
3: <laughs> and lots of construction I've found. Uh, like also. lots of... They're just... It seems like they're just building. Because that's like, I guess, where they can build. Are you guys by the uh, beach? I'm by the beach.
2: Right. Because I'm a yeah, I'm itself like I'm a brogue like that long I'm a bro I'm a bro girl, I'm mm. a bro girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's like that's a lot of cool stuff.
3: Yeah, you listen, listen, you yeah, there's this you can go forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm right by the beach there, which mm, is that's quite nice to walk along the beach by myself listening to some music. Mm. Actually, you know what? Maybe a a nice musical experience that I've had that's kind of related to culture. Um I went to this DIY venue in like the first week and a half of me being here and saw a ambient, an ambient and noise show, which is, uh, yeah, it was like a sensory experience, not just auditory, but mm. you really feel the music because they crank it up so loud. You wear earplugs, you know.
0: What band I mean, was it? or Um, what artist?
3: I, I, I am slightly remiss because I can't remember oh, anyone's okay. names. They all had very stylized names and were very stylized people. Lots
2: of, lots of letters that we don't have in Canada. No, no, not so much. Just like
3: outlandish uh, combinations of words. Um, oh, band names. Yeah, not like band people names. names. No, obscure. no, band or artist names. Um, but, but it is, was...
1: Is it like when you the same with the Danish language? If you have a word that's like super long, <laughs> you just you pronounce, only the vowels. pronounce the vowels. <laughs> yeah. So weird.
3: Yeah, but um, just kind of seeing that scene and also that scene of people like was funny it was in this kind of warehouse type venue mm. but also literally in the same kind of zone area. There was kind of this open asphalt area and there was people having an outdoor kind of techno party just outside. So, you know, we would come in from this crazy like Aah! music. <laughs> and, what uh, kind of music? Yeah, uh, you only get one. <laughs> okay. And then, to like, four uh-huh. on the floor. And it was just, like, these two things were just coexisting. Wow. Were like, hey, how's
0: it going? Okay,
3: <laughs> You go, people going out smoke and just, like, totally different scenes of people, but people kind of open to the other scene and that there wasn't really a division. And everybody was, was very, oh, okay, you're going to go, oh, what's going on over there? This kind of thing.
2: Actually, if I can say so. one thing, that mm-hmm. reminds me. Yeah. In in Amsterdam, everything is very segregated. The jazz musicians never hang out with the classical musicians, yeah. and they never hang out with pop mm. musicians or free music. Even jazz musicians rarely hang out with free musicians.
1: I guess it's a bit, a little bit the same in, in uh, Belgium, in Flanders, right. in Belgium, yeah. right? In mm. Flanders,
2: ah, we can we can throw some Canada in there. In Flanders, yeah. where the poppies grow, yeah. that's right. Do you, does that a poem that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows it. Right, oh, yeah.
2: Okay. It's on our five dollar bill.
1: Really? I yeah, I, I think
2: it's five. Or the Canadian five-dollar bill.
1: Look, there's a connection between our people. Yes. <gasps> Definitely. Oh my God. Yeah, that's a big poem in, uh, in Belgium.
3: But I'm sorry, I interrupted your thought process.
2: No, it's just I. That's something that I really appreciate here in the school in Amsterdam, or the jazz scene in Amsterdam, um, and maybe just in mm-hmm. the Netherlands. The scene is very much kind of you, or not always, but you can have this feeling of like macho kind of it's all it's a lot about chops and about
3: sh- gotta shed to shred yeah
2: though. yeah you know learn everything in all seven keys mm. and uh mm. <laughs> and uh, and you know practice your whatever and um mm-hmm. so you get a lot of people who are like incredibly muscular musicians who, literally or
1: figurative? uh, figuratively Figuratively, <laughs> like they
2: could they can play they really know their shit so to speak Yeah. yeah. and and that's great if that's what you're into. But mm-hmm. I, I feel like a lot of the time that can make people who are just like kind of made to measure and you kind of hear someone, and you go, oh, yeah, I know who you studied with in the conservatory because I know what you had to practice because I also had to practice that because they also had to write, you know. And it's not to say that you don't get really, really special musicians out of that because you do. Yeah. But I find a lot of the time you you hear the same stuff. Yeah. And arriving here in Copenhagen, especially in the RMC, I don't know the straight-ahead scene here so much. I have a few friends who are really wonderful players here on the more straight-ahead scene. But at least in the RMC, it seems to more be the people who are in this school are here because they have really cool ideas and concepts. And they're people who are really thinking about moving music in a different direction and, and, and just by virtue of that, mm-hmm. you have people who are connecting who would not connect in another situation. Yeah. you know,
1: It's not a music factory like no. other conservatories. That's what I've noticed. Exactly,
2: also. it's very much yeah. like, we're gonna give you all the support you need and beautiful facilities, yes. oh my
1: god. <gasps> yeah. You should see the room we're in. <laughs> Public service
3: announcement to mm-hmm. anyone who wants to go to a school with amazing facilities. Amazing
1: to arms. pianos
3: amazing synthesizers and equipment in general the drum sets i've heard are not (laughs) (laughs) they vary
4: there's some great ones
2: yes but but just basically it feels like a very very open environment where Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. you're greeted with a smile rather than a, like, hey, man. (laughs) 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 Oh, I hate those. Yo, we we should play. It's like, who, what is this? What are we doing? Giant steps, G-flat. Isn't it in G-flat? No, never mind. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. I'm not trying to bash the Amsterdam scene because I grew so much there. But it is super, super refreshing to be Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. such a different environment. With
1: better food. (laughs) With
2: much better food. Oh, my God. Yeah.
3: Coming from New York, it's a very similar experience in terms of people are trying to shred. There is, I do find that um, maybe it's almost like a hybrid situation, but um, like, because I moved there when I was 21 and I had already been kind of, I before, like when I was, um, I I hadn't been playing kind of any sort of social music, uh, by which I mean to say that I'd only been playing classical music solo piano which is very anti-social music but uh you know i, I started playing that and, and been gigging and then i moved to new york in and calgary in calgary yes yeah. that's correct yeah uh, western part of Canada, next to the Rocky Mountains. For those of you who, the word Calgary means nothing to,
1: other than that song, from other bon than Iver. the
3: Bonnyver song, and the yeah. Stampede, and the Stampede. Oh, you really want to talk? About <laughs> I, I really want to talk about <laughs> the Calgary. <laughs> 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 P- PJ is wearing a cowboy hat right now, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Boots. and cowboy boots. and, and can I have spurs, assless chaps. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's for uh you know it's for a project no it's it's secret it's (laughs) to show off this ass (laughs) so Uh, you moved to new york sorry to interrupt yeah yeah it's fine in assless chaps um it was a a great first impression on anyone yeah it it, the scene there is it does tend to be to a degree specialized and people really want to um want to dig into their specific traditions whether that's whether that's like pop music or um, or jazz, but I mean, it gets super specific in the way that people play, um, and what they're checking out, and who they're studying with, and who they're you know who they're transcribing, and who they're lifting, and and, but uh, you know, in all genres, um, in the hip hop scene, they're so strong as well, but uh, there tends to be a lot more kind of I want to say mixing of the genres and and the styles, just because. You know, everything's so fast paced and it's like, okay, well, this person can't play this gig. Well, Let me ask this person. And maybe that person doesn't, you know, that isn't their wheelhouse. But hey, it's a gig and they're going to get to play with people and get to meet new people and make some new connections and do something that might be out of their regular routine. So they're going to take it. Yeah. And just because of this, you get kind of uh, you do tend to get kind of a broad sense of these genres. But also you get perspective on a lot of different genres Mm -hmm. and different um, musical kind of philosophies and how a lot of different people work and it it i think it really rounds people out in a way at least this has been my experience it really rounds people out uh in terms of getting a good wide range of a musical picture of course mm-hmm. you have people who are specialists who say like i play saxophone and i'm i'm here to shred some bebop
1: there will always be Yes uh, yeah. ready to
3: shred bebop yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always tenor saxophone yes. specifically <laughs> um and I think this, again, goes back to how certain places really affect, just the nature of certain places, affect how the culture develops there in really significant ways.
1: Danish and confused.
2: The Amsterdam jazz scene, in a lot of ways, tries to be the New York jazz scene, but just yeah. can't be just by virtue
3: of... It sounds like it. it <laughs> it's like, well, if we can't become New York, we'll become Boston. Right. No, no shade on Boston. No, no, no. We're I've never the been Berkeley there. Thing. I can't. But it's like...
2: <laughs> It just feels like a lot of artificial vibe.
3: Yeah,
4: and
0: you're mm-hmm. kind
2: of like, you know, why are you being mean to me right now? We we're this is fine. We're <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. We don't why know. You're why me, why are you vibing me, bro? are vibing me? We mm-hmm. I just met you. You know, there's
1: maybe like a high competition level.
2: Oh, it's there. super high competition. I've heard that and before. That, about the that's that can be that can be amazing because out of that you can have people who are like really pushing hard, yeah. which is the same mm-hmm. in New York.
4: Yeah.
3: But uh, the competition crushes a lot of people it that, does. that wouldn't yeah. necessarily be crushed and would be able to blossom into beautiful musical flowers elsewhere. Right. Like
1: in the RMC. Like, <laughs>
3: like in the RMC, here, yeah. Yeah. exactly. Like, Whereas somebody who might be more inclined to be more competitive by nature would flounder here.
1: I didn't expect this school, the RMC, to be so warm. Because to be honest, mm. people kind of uh, warned me about <laughs> cold and scary people here. So I expected it to be like... A, a drill sergeant or something oh wow
2: oh it's like the opposite of that yeah exactly we've all come from different scenes Mm -hmm. and arriving here it feels like oh yeah this is exactly what i need i need just like some direction and i need a mentor and i need people who i trust and i appreciate their opinion you know you have to be self-motivated you have to be motivated Mm -hmm. but i've been practicing a lot or at least sitting at a piano and pretending (laughs) to be practicing (laughs) (laughs)
1: danish Danish and confused (laughs)
2: Actually, the one other, not anecdote, but I showed up a week late because I, uh, I was stuck in Canada.
1: I remember that. You just kind of showed up. I just kind of, of appeared. Who's this guy?
2: Yeah. Who's this person with Another a Canadian, Canadian accent? <laughs> That's right. I heard you first, yeah, yeah. PJ, to ask a question. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but but everyone was so great. I was kind of nervous because everyone already knew each other. And it's yeah. like, oh, you don't want to hop on to this. Yeah. But oh, it was so yeah. easy. And everyone was really, really warm and open. Yeah. And I wonder if that would have happened in Amsterdam. I think it wouldn't have happened. It's just very light here. Everything's kind of cozy mm-hmm.
1: and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Until the sun will set. Right. I mean,
2: today it's a beautiful, warm, sunny day, yeah. <laughs> yes. which is nice. We're enjoying it what we can.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it makes you appreciate it a little bit more as well. Like, That's I true. biked to school today. This is another thing. Everybody bikes. Everybody it's bikes. It's great. But I was biking... Um, and I just was marveling at how large the sky was. Mm. And but you
1: are also ridiculously tall.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> he's not that
2: tall. Though. Not like as the, he's not in the sky. You know? Oh, I'm up there.
3: Hey, we he's up there. Here's a. Here. <laughs> um, I was biking to school. Um, yeah, and just marveling at how big the sky was. You know, and and the past couple of days have been somewhat overcast, a little bit of blue sky. Yeah, but today, yeah. I really felt the sun kind of on my neck. You know, oh wow, and it really makes you appreciate. Those days more, and I felt very connected to like the wind and the sun, and mm. as I was biking to school, yeah. and it was a you know very wonderful experience. The well,
1: sky is in is <laughs> <laughs> the sky is indeed very, very big and grand
3: yeah.
2: here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's a night, nice, it's a beautiful ride. Yeah. I also love that there are hills here which is like we don't have <laughs> we don't we don't What have are you talking about? There are no There hills. Are, there are zero hills. Look, I came <laughs> from I came from Amsterdam where yeah, there are no okay. hills. Hills are bridges. Okay. And okay. and the bike to Velbury there are like a few decent hills. That yeah, okay. you can like go super fast and bike down the hill and it's great. There's yeah,
3: and there might be a slight grade. It'd be <laughs> a stretch to call that a hill. Look, <laughs> look, after after like a
2: kilometer the grade the grade starts to hit you. The grade <laughs> the grade hits the thighs the and you're grade like, Whoa. Hits the thighs yeah. like a pizza pie. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a pizza pie. <laughs> okay. That's more. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh man.
1: Danish and confused. Let's talk about music.
2: I was going to play something from Jakob Bro.
3: Yeah, dude, I I nixed mine. I know, because, and I, because I said that yeah, in the text. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, I I just feel like that's such an obvious thing to do, because he he's like, he's so amazing. His yeah. music is so unique. And I mean, a lot of he's become the most, I can probably say this, he's like, if not the most influential guitar player in, in mm. Europe right now, like one of them. People are copying it left and right. He has a lot of beautiful records. But my, I think my favorite, at least right now, is called Balladeering, uh, a record with uh, Bill Frizzell, uh Lee Konitz, Paul Motion, and Ben Street, which is a it's a pretty stacked record of yeah. pretty crazy musicians, <laughs> two of which are no longer with us. Yeah. And Lee, we just lost Lee Konitz to COVID, a few months in ago. Fact. This song is it's called Evening Song, which is the second track on the record. i was thinking about kind of danish music and these last months i've been listening to a lot of classical music in mm-hmm. in covid days i find it i don't know grounding and peaceful and not always but mm-hmm. the stuff that i was going for anyway uh and there's a there's a beautiful record by a chamber ensemble called larky budelli who are dutch actually uh, mm-hmm. or they they were dutch they're not around anymore and it's led by Fira Betts, a violinist, and her now late husband, Aner Belsma, who is one of the foremost cellists, Baroque cellists in the world. And actually this this recording that I love so much is uh, of two pieces. It's the Mendelssohn octet and then the Niels Gill octet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you nailed that. Thank you so much. (laughs) I practiced it on on my bike on the way here. Uh, but it's it's these octets that I find beautiful, and uh, this record is special to me because my dad is playing first viola mm. on this on this record. Ooh. And it was recorded at the Smithsonian Institute in washington, mm-hmm. d c, And it's an octet made up all of Stradivarius instruments that are all mm-hmm. owned by the Smithsonian Institute. Mm-hmm not only are they Stradivarius instruments, but they're decorated Stradivarius instruments. Mm. So they're incredibly ornate. And he, yeah. he added really amazing, intricate detail to these mm-hmm. instruments, which are beautiful to look at. And they're, they're beautiful sounding anyway. And uh, as my dad likes to, likes to brag about, I mean, no one owns these instruments. They'd be too, too much to insure because they're too valuable. So they live in the museum. But the viola, which is one of 13 violas that Strad made, he made four that are decorated. Mm. One of them is lost. Um, Napoleon stole it. Oh, that Um, bastard. That bastard. Two of them are around. One of them Mm. is in a museum in Florence, and it's not played. One of them was just sold to someone called the McDonald Viola, but it it doesn't sound very good. This last one, the one in the museum, is the rarest, Mm. until we find the Napoleon one, which everyone's hoping is like in some old French lady's (laughs) attic on a farm (laughs) somewhere um safe and sound but mm-hmm. this would be the most valuable instrument in the world wow
1: yeah well i hope they find and you can it.
2: hear it on the recording it would be so, but anyway for now until they find that one this one on the recording that my dad is playing wow. is the most valuable in the yeah. world i hope I, he doesn't get in trouble for my saying this on a podcast but when i was a little boy he handed it to me once while uh while he was doing something, and I, I played "Smoke on the Water" on the <laughs> on the low sea string <laughs> of That's this strad. So classy. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm it's. it's I am it. I, I, proud of myself. <laughs> anyway, anyway, this is uh, uh, an excerpt, the last movement from the the Niels Gill Octet. This is the Presto, the last movement. <laughs> doing really well yeah, <laughs> yeah this is going
3: well. yeah, okay all right okay <laughs> all right that's enough shade
1: mm-hmm. no but really i do appreciate you being my guests on this mm-hmm. radio show if there's anything you have left to say about denmark then please spit it out now or like <sighs> message <laughs> like that for a nice. message uh, to, to the true. flemish people if you want to say something in dutch to our beloved listeners at home N- nay <laughs> <laughs> okay short and powerful <laughs> yeah.
2: no i'm 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 stoked about this this is really fun yeah. to sit down and talk about you know things we don't understand it's a bit ther- it's a bit therapy session vibe mm-hmm. you know i oh, like really? it it's good okay. and and right. mixing beautiful recordings and talking mm-hmm. about sitting down with canadians and talking about you know Canadian and i don't
1: things. think we've mentioned maple syrup once well
2: now so, we have oh yeah and if anyone listening to this wants to send any of us maple syrup you can do that mm-hmm. my address is yeah
1: no but thank you so much and um i guess i'll see you around considering we're always in the same place we will
2: continue to see each other yes, yes.
1: Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Danish and Confused. As you probably heard, I had a lot of fun chatting with these two Canadian rascals about the intricacies of Denmark and beyond. Join me next week when I go back to my Danish diary format and tell you all about the great and less great experiences I've had in Copenhagen so far. And trust me, you're going to want to hear them. And as per usual, I bring in some lovely tracks from the north. Have a great Sunday, and as they say in Canada, namaste.
2: Lucas Dan and opposite me, the other half of the program.
1: Are you stealing my radio show? That's right. God damn you. <laughs> Danish and confused.